0: Welcome to Mondo and Friends, presented by Verizon. My name is Mondo Fresco, and today I am here with the star of Blue Beetle. Thank you so much. Rapper slash actor, 50 Cent Synonym. Ah, that's right! Sholo Maridueña, how are you, brother? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I'll put <laughs> actor first. Yeah, yeah. Once a,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose once I make the Drake switch, then I'll be rapper slash actor. No, I'm just kidding. But Yeah, yeah, yeah where, where did on. I
0: get that, that line from?
1: I, 50 Cent, um, 50 Cent Synonym, that was, that was my Sway Freestyle on, on Sway in the Morning. I was, yeah, that was, there were some good gems in there. I I really had so much fun. Uh, It's, like, not a medium that I'd ever, like, announced that I was into or, like, nobody has ever, for the longest time, I'd always wanted to be a rapper, but I was just, I was like, when is my voice going to (laughs) drop? And then I'm so glad that there's been, like, tons of rappers nowadays who kind of, who, who use their voice in, in such unique ways. I think Chance was, like, growing up, I was like, oh, cool, okay. So you can have a, a fun voice and, and yeah. you know,
0: rock it as well. So, hey, so I, I used to think I, I needed, like, a, a deep voice yeah. for, for radio, oh right, when oh, I was doing radio.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people do, like, a more, hey, I mean the... Yeah, the,
0: but that's, I, like, old school radio, right? My, so,
1: that's funny that you say that because my mom definitely has a radio voice and yeah. she's Carmelita... And then you speak to her, and she's kind of like this. But yeah, yeah, it's, it, <laughs> it definitely is. It's uh, it helps, especially, especially when you're not seeing someone's face, like that was. I want to say right. for the biggest time, like Madonna, right? They were like, "Who is this woman?" But,
0: but uh, yeah, it's all in the personality, though. It's all right? in the personality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. of course, dude. Uh, I'm I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. We're all very excited to have you here, and uh, like I said, man, we're talking about that verse. You killed that. I was like, oh, he's nice. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Yeah, no, I, was, I had to come correct. There was no way that I was going to, to embarrass myself. And, and, and you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of hip-hop and music in general, and it's a culture and a, a world that I really appreciate, and that definitely helped raise me, and I just wanted to come in and, and celebrate it.
0: And that last line, and, and if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's on, yeah. on Cholo's Instagram yeah, yeah. page. Uh, I'm sure it's on YouTube, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, If you haven't seen it, uh, he kills his his verse. It's like freestyle on Sway in the Morning. Shout out to Sway. Uh, And then the last line. So you you say. Yeah, I say. So we were on Shade 45,
1: and I said, I call it Sholo Foe 5. If you're curious, my initials are XM. Now you know I'm serious.
0: Woo! Now you know episode, I'm yeah. serious, because it's <laughs> on
1: serious radio. Yeah. Actually, this is a 50 minute genius episode, and I'm going to be breaking down um, what I meant um, when I said I want to hit it from the back. What I meant, uh, no, no. no. Um, but uh, it was it was such a fun time, man. And, and uh, but I will say, super different than acting. And and yeah. a lot of the times, people are like, oh, you know, actors, you can do public speaking, or you can, you know, you can. Right. But it's not the same. Yeah. And especially for that for the for the bars on sway he said all right you know so let's let's stop talking let's start rapping and immediately like i just saw the black like (laughs) but it was it was a blast
0: that's awesome dude so so on this show you know Mm -hmm. we talk about uh everything from how you started to how you fell in love with your craft okay Right. Dang. and we we're just talking a little bit about music, which yeah, you yeah. love to, to I think yeah. you're, you're, you love to create. I mean, yeah, right? it's, it's a you know, I, I'm blessed to come
1: from a family of creatives. My mom from the music side, my pops from the, the visual arts, the mural side and myself kind of from this new like uh, in front of the camera thing. And and I think it really helped at, in the early years, you know, they weren't. They, they wouldn't shy away if I was like, oh, I want to do art. They, they were really – they understood the – They supportive. Yeah, yeah, super, super supportive. And whether it was, like, illusory at the beginning, whether I was a terrible artist and they were like, good job, or, you know, whatever, <laughs> they they really kind of helped instill confidence in an early age. And then finally when, it, like, later on – later on, when I was, like, 10, 11 yeah. and wanted to start getting into acting, uh, they were just as supportive
0: and That's made beautiful. so many sacrifices.
1: And I think, honestly, had it not been – for that Mm -hmm. i think i probably would have just like uh gotten rejected the first couple of auditions and been like okay
0: well that was fun and that would have been it yeah yeah Yeah. what made you fall in love with with acting at at such a young age dude well it's i honestly i didn't really fall in love with
1: acting until a few years in like i i got into acting because of my love of music movies and and you know i i credit like Men in Black and and Speed Racer and, like, a bunch of kids movies that I watched that helped, like, me imagine, wait a second, there's people that, you know, maybe look like me on screen, maybe I can do this as well, and then, but it really wasn't until Cobra Kai kind of came along that I realized that it was, there was no other option. This, was, this is what I wanted to do and, and I had to do it and I wanted to, you know, not only play characters that were like myself, but eventually, you know, go on to play characters that weren't like myself and and, and now here we are today, Mando com- and Friends. Yeah, so, man. Hell yeah. How, how old were you when you started? Uh, Ten. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, I was a junior in high school. So, okay. so you know, up until that point, really, you know, I started acting... Um, as a means to pay for college it was it was a really fun way I was I started doing print and commercial and it was a fun way for me to I I kept doing school but my mom was like hey look if you're interested in doing this let's try it at the smallest level and and see like all right you know if this guy can do a Sears ad or something and then you know eventually slowly but surely parenthood came along and that was my first time you know being on a uh, like a network show and saying lines um, but with that one, I was so young. That was like ten to thirteen. You know, I was a kid. Yeah. I was a kid playing a kid, and that's why I say it really wasn't until Cobra Kai that I realized, like, oh shoot, there's you know I can build a character from the ground up, and you know it was so w- rewarding to get to to find a character, and a I a lot of it is also because of the the leads on that show. They were so welcoming. I was a 16-year-old kid coming on the show. These guys, you know, Ralph and Billy, were really like this was the self-actualization of like 30, you know, years of, yeah. of kind of waiting for this this reboot to happen and I was so fortunate that they let me come on. That is
0: yeah. is such a massive show. What yeah, and, and and I like you you were saying like it was such a impactful uh part of of, so of your career. Yeah. Uh what what do you think made that that show so unique and <laughs> And and made it just pop off. It was the it
1: was the first time that I I felt like like I was saying earlier that I wasn't a kid on set. Like the the creators, Josh, John, and Hayden, Billy, Ralph, everyone treated me like I was an adult, and I, I wasn't an adult. And I had my parents with me. I was a minor for sure. Like I, it was definitely uh, they didn't have to be as welcoming or as respectful or as yeah. uh, encouraging for me to like really um, spread my wings, but. I think you know getting to work on that show for 6 years not only did they help build that confidence but mm-hmm. they showed like this is how you set the tone and this is how they were so welcoming so so like uh, the 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 hospitality that they brought was just to a degree that I hadn't seen before and it rubbed off because yeah. you know eventually when Blue Beetle came around and it was my turn to be number 1 on the call sheet I was like oh all right let's do this I want to yeah. I want to make sure that everyone feels the way that these guys made me feel like like i belonged not like i fit in yeah right but that i was that i was there because you know i, I was meant to be there because of
0: was, was was imposter syndrome ever a thing
1: for you you think i mean i feel like i'm dealing with some sort of imposter syndrome all all the time you know i i, I with blue beetle kind of coming around and, and I think it's, it's hard to wrap my head around, you know, <laughs> like a lot, of, a lot of the things that are happening right now in my life are firsts for me, and, yeah. and, I, and I feel like that's kind of what happens with a lot of these kind of adolescent, child, young adult stars is like you're kind of checking off a lot of these boxes and growing up and going through adolescence in front of everyone, and, and yeah, it's been a, it's been a, I've been very fortunate to have a great support group that has helped me kind of get all of this away.
0: Yeah. So okay, so so tell me before you you start acting and all that. Like you you grew up within music. You grew up in Los Angeles. Yeah, born and raised. El Sereno, not too far from yeah, yeah, like uh what, what my part whole of life.
1: LA? Uh, El Sereno, yeah, right off of Huntington. El Sereno, El Sereno. Okay. Like right by Huntington. El Sereno. El Sereno. Yeah, I was in <laughs> it was El Sereno, not to be confused with Los Feliz um <laughs> yeah. or, or uh Santa Clarita. Um but yeah, yeah, I it's funny I say El Sereno and everyone's like, "Oh, the car the car commercial, the Auto Square." I'm like, "No, that's uh, that's uh, yeah, yeah, I'm like that's <laughs> that's the other place." But but uh yeah, uh, spent, you know, the first 20 years of my life yeah. in El Sereno and now I'm in the SGV, so I'm just like a few cities over, but but uh it's it's feels like home. I'm so and I'm so fortunate too. You know, even even uh, there's there's so many kids that grow up in Los Angeles and Hollywood feels like even myself, you know, being like, how does it, it's not tangible. How do I, what is the pipeline? How do I get in? So I was very, very, very fortunate to kind of sneak in at a young age and kind of earn my stripes
0: that way. Hey, Mondo here. Right now, you can have everything you want on the network you really want. Introducing my plan. Get exactly what you want. Only pay for what you need. Starting at just $30 per line per month for four unlimited lines with auto pay plus taxes and fees. From there, you decide exactly what goes in and what stays out of your plan. So you pay for what you want. Head over to Verizon.com Mondo Right now. You said Verizon.com slash Mondo, right? Yeah, yeah, Verizon.com slash Mondo. But we're we we're still shooting the commercial. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you're you're good, man. Get exactly what you want. Only pay for what you need. Starting at $30 per line. All right, let me help you out. all All right, so you go here. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about what you're doing now, you think? My favorite thing about what I'm doing
1: right now, I you know. Is getting to be a sponge, you know, being that, like, kind of back to the imposter syndrome. Like, with Blue Beetle, seeing my name above Susan Sarandon or George Lopez, I'm like, that's wrong. But really, what <laughs> it what it was was an opportunity to learn from these these greats and these yeah. people that that I stand on the shoulders of. They they. That really is the most exciting part is getting to meet people like yourselves getting, meet, getting to meet people like like everyone in this room and 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 just get to um uh, that it, I never would I have imagined as a kid that I would be able to sit in certain rooms or be heard and and I think that that um, that's one of my favorite parts yeah meeting, meeting new people
0: what do you think is a, the biggest lesson that you've learned so far in the last couple of years or even even this year um The biggest, the biggest lesson I've learned
1: this year, I think as I start to become a little bit more independent and, and, and start to really start navigating life on my own and start to have triumphs and failures and and, and whatnot, um, I think I've, I've learned that nobody rides for you like your fam Mm. and, and I, and it's not something to growing up. I don't know if it's you know, my culture, my whatever you want to call it. But I always thought as soon as I turned 18, all right, you're out of the house and it's time to learn everything (laughs) on your own. Um, But even, even though like you know, I turned 18 and and all of this stuff, I still had that support group. And and now, especially more than ever, um, I think that's the biggest lesson that I've learned is that it's, it's, you know, family isn't something you shouldn't be embarrassed of and that it's, it's super important to actually like keep those, keep the, these relationships, especially because a lot of the stuff is illusory and a lot of it is not like, I'll be like it, sometimes it just feels like a hack. Like I'm like, I'm like I'm cheating at life and, and, and the family is, is really there to, to help ensure that my 10 toes stay on the ground. And, and it's not hard. It's not like, oh my gosh, it's so hard to stay grounded. You know, like (laughs) my dog still craps every day. So it's, (laughs) it's, it's, it's it's not a reach, but it's definitely something that as I've noticed other people brush shoulders with other people my age and even older, otherwise I've noticed like, oh, okay. I, I actually am very fortunate to have a family that i
0: like and that i love yeah. and that you know love. yeah him. and it seems like yeah you know being in in uh growing up in a latino household the uh, traditional i'm assuming traditional yeah, yeah, yeah. Latino I
1: mean, household. i mean what is traditional like there's yeah there's there's i i grew up latino and like yeah i grew up eating mexican food for dinner and not calling it mexican
0: food like yeah, yeah, yeah right like it was it, it was felt food. supernatural and and uh so so uh, yeah what i was saying is is, is you you grow up in a latino in yeah. you know, a mexican household mm-hmm. um and uh and you actually have um you come from different cultures too, right? You're not just- yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so you know, born and raised in L.A., my mom is Mexicana. You know, her parents came from Mexico. She's from Vegas. Um, I have two pops. I'm blessed with two pops. So, I, so I got one from Cuba and Ecuador, one from Mexico as well. Um, and, but growing up, you know, it was really with with my mom and my pops, and they were Mexicanos. So, I think. And you, grew Although, up in, and you grew
0: up in L.A. Yeah, and I grew up in L.A., <laughs> so, so
1: I feel like, blood-wise, if you want to check the 23 Me, I'm sure it'll say one thing, but, but um, I definitely, it's been an interesting, um, it, like you're saying, growing up in L.A., sometimes you do feel, I, I don't know, I can't speak for you, but I definitely, growing up, there were moments where I was like, am I Latino? Am I Mexican uh, enough? Like, I, yeah, oh, yeah. I, there were times where I would go to Mexico and not feel like I fit in or like I belonged, and... And honestly, getting to do Blue Beetle and getting to meet so many um, Latinos who are proud of what is happening has really helped kind of um, like in a weird way, not even in a weird way, but helped me even um, like believe, I suppose, in in a weird way, like, uh, you know, growing up speaking some English, some Spanish, you know, Spanish is my first language. And then now kind of getting back into it and whatnot, uh, it's been such a...
0: Pleasure not to feel embarrassed or or whatnot. Yeah, you, you sort of grow up with like a, a dual identity, right? Like, or or the tool they say the two hundred percent, right? Like, 100%, well, that's dude. Yeah,
1: that's crazy that you say that. I just heard someone say that recently. Like the the I honestly like now I feel like the two hundred percent. Yeah, you know, now that I've heard that more often, it's helped me realize I am two hundred percent. and that and but honestly, for for a, a good bit, it felt like fifty fifty. Right. Like and and I think. um it's, yeah, it's, it's, now I can't even go back to what it would feel like if I was 50-50, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, there's, yeah, there's so much more, what I've realized also as I've gotten older is that it's not, I think, once, I, you know, Spanish was the first language, I started speaking English, and then I was always so embarrassed of not knowing Spanish. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then as I started to learn again and kind of get over the embarrassment of like, oh, I don't know what to say, or I don't know what, um, but I realize now that there's, like, there's people that speak Nahuatl, and there's people that speak Portuguese, and there's people that are deaf, and there's, like, there's all of the, the I think the biggest hurdle for me was the Spanish thing, and now that
0: I realize, you know, there's more than that, I, it's been, now I'm like, oh, let's, let's, start, let's start learning. Yeah. By the way, the, the first person that I heard say uh, that she was 200% Becky G. was Becky G. Dude, me too. She, she said it Thank you, Becky G. Yeah, <laughs> she Thank said it on the G. show.
1: Oh no, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what that's what I heard say it too. So shout out <laughs> Becky G. Yeah, yeah, you're you're yeah you're making Latinos feel seen since whatever you know. But but yeah, no, she she was the one that said it first, and, yeah. and I she said it in front of me, and literally in that moment, I was like, oh snap, like that is that's right. right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. So, the, so so for those that don't know, the two hundred percent, just to break that down yes. real quick, a hundred percent American mm-hmm. and hundred percent Latino. Yeah, you know as opposed to like 50-50 which yeah. I love that. It's a beautiful way to to embrace that. Now speaking of, of Becky G, she's a castmate. Yeah. On Blue a Beetle, on Blue Beetle. Yeah, yeah. So so tell me about everything about Blue Beetle, man. Oh man, we'll be here for the next 3 years.
1: Um <laughs> so yeah, Blue Beetle a lot of people are going to be meeting him for the first time, but he's been around for a while. It's uh he Jaime Reyes, the Blue Beetle that I play. Um, is the third to kind of take on the the role of blue beetle mm-hmm. uh he had two predecessors and and you know really the core of this movie and, and a lot of the comics going back and reading you know the comics and watching the TV shows and stuff like that the the at the center of Jaime's story is his family and and I think in a i had a lot of reservation not a lot of reservations but As an actor, I never really saw myself in a superhero role. And I think most actors feel this way. Like, it's not, until you're a superhero, there's no way I can, you know? (laughs) Um, But this story felt so grounded from its inception, and I'm so appreciative that Angel Manuel Soto, our director, and Garrett Duned Alcocer, our writer, it couldn't help but feel authentic from the very first day because they needed to tell this story, and they knew the story. You know, whether it was their story or their ancestors, like... All of us. It, it, this this movie has been the process of hundreds of years of generations and hundreds of years of self actualization, and and it's not the end. Also, and it's mm-hmm. not like and it's kind of interesting nowadays because as as it's kind of coming out, people are saying like it's the Latino thing or the Latino this, and it's kind of like no, the the genre is superhero, yeah, and and the characters happen to be Latino, and right. and it's such a blessing to you know have multiple. Latinos on screen so that you know one character doesn't have to just be the lens into this whole new world right like there's being Latino being anything isn't a monolith and and what we were trying to do with this movie is show these characters stories and and I hope you know if anything comes from this it's that it that it opens the door for other people to to be allowed to tell the stories that they feel they need to tell.
0: Yeah, is there a part of of you or, or or a moment while you're shooting that you wanted to make sure that the story was told a certain way, or you said no, 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 I want it this way, or I think it should be this way, or honestly, never.
1: Like, the reading it, reading the script, I I I was honestly blown away at how it felt like my family and how you know when. George Lopez would read it. He was like, "I understood this." And when my own family read the script, they were like, "How did they, how did they do this? How did they make? How did they bring all of our families onto the screen?" And and there, I and yeah, I wish I had some like, "Oh, they up with this one, or they used Google <laughs> Translate, or something like that." But but even like set deck team, costumers, you know, everyone, you know, most the majority of the the cast and crew was was Latino, so it couldn't help but feel like even if you were Decorating the house or doing Foley or whatever it is, you know, there are certain things that yeah. that you just know that come inherent.
0: It just felt, right from, just from felt the get- right
1: from the get-go, yeah.
0: Now, I hear the line, the first Latino superhero to yeah, headline yeah, yeah. a film. What does that mean to you? For me, it means the opportunity for
1: kids to see themselves on screen. Yeah. I, like, I, that is, you know, the biggest joy in my heart is, is, you know, growing up, and I'm sure, like, we kind of all feel this way. There wasn't, like, there were a few, right- El Chapulín Colorado, <laughs> like there were there were a few here and there um but to finally have someone that that kids can look at and say hey this kind of reminds me of my and i did have that but they weren't latino right like i loved will smith and men in black but you know so so like it's that's what it means to me and and hopefully um you know to realize that it's not a Latino superhero right yeah it, like that's that's also what I hope that people kind of slowly start saying I think it's happening and I, and I think it's not like a, I I definitely am an optimist and appreciative to be doing work at this time right now and 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 it's not lost on me that this is a, a like a crazy once in a lifetime opportunity but it can't be the end for sure um so yeah that's that's what I that's what I make of it
0: yeah, I mean, we, you know, you you watch, we all watch movies that are are, are superhero, yeah, yeah, uh, films and stories, and we're now like, oh, the first, you know, white or the yeah. the the fifth white, <laughs> right? Superhero. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah,
1: nobody. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the thing, and and I think, and we're we're gonna get there, for sure. We're gonna get there, and and I think this
0: is, you know, uh, it's part of the journey. It's part it's, of the story, of course, for sure. Yeah. And it's it's so cool to to for you to be that 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 guy that person dude, that it's it's that's waving hon- that flag
1: it's it's such an honor and and uh yeah I just I can't wait for the the movie to come out and I can't wait for people to see it and and you know my favorite part is even though the movie's blue beetle like the hero is really the family and it's an ensemble and and like you guys are going to see everyone has their moment and I think it's it's um yeah. It reminds me of my own family because, you know, uh, often like my biggest superhero is my my parents yeah. and they're better than superheroes because they actually exist and they're real and they're and they're there. And I think that we were able to capture that and put it on the big screen.
0: That's beautiful. Thank You, be- you got to send this, that clip to your parents. They've seen the movie. Yeah. yeah they've no, seen what you just said right oh, now. You yeah, got, you yeah. gotta send nah, that
1: they, No, no, My mom would roll her eyes. She'd be like, <laughs> hey, stop it. What do you what do you you want to ask me something, right? You need a favor or something, what do you yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah? I think that's awesome, dude. That that you're uh that you're big on family and it seems like yeah. this film is, is also big on, on yep. family. Uh, and then, you know, the, the, the cast is, is awesome in, in this film. What what can you tell me a memory while you were shooting? With like George and, yeah. and everyone, Susan. So, so. By the way, I, look at me uh, referring to people in, fir- in first name terms over here. Yeah, Susie Sarandon, yeah. Susan. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> me and JL, um, uh, GL. Uh, so there was. I remember the day before Susan Sarandon showed on set. I was talking with Angel, and we were kind of freaking out, like how do you give Susan Sarandon directions? Like, you don't, you don't direct her. Like, she just does it however she does it, and then you just say, well, all right, well, let's move on to the next scene. So I just, I, one, of the, one of the most endearing moments was I just remember us sitting, like, at dinner before, like, what is she going to be like? Is she going to be nice? Is she going to be mean? Is she going to be crazy? Um, but, she, but, you know... Sure enough, the next day came around, and Susan Sarandon was the most wonderful person to work with, and, and really everyone came through and, and, and understood the, every, everyone understood their part, and, and yeah, there, there was, it was, and she, t- and she takes direction. So that was great as well. Yeah, but, but there, was, there were so many funny moments. Uh, we got to film half the film in, in Atlanta, half the film in Puerto Rico, where Angel is from, which meant that we were always at the beach, and I remember there was this one particular time where I was in um, one of our castmates' hotel room. We were all, like, we'd all just come back from the beach. And I was in my, my swim trunks singing Usher's Yeah. Okay. Right? And if you don't okay, know that song, literally. It, it starts off with, like, <laughs> peace up, A-town, hey, boop, boop. And I was, and I had my, my shorts on basically naked. And I'm walking out of the hotel room into the hallway and I'm like going crazy, you know, and all of a sudden I look over and there's a dude waiting for the elevator and he's like, my character on the show, uh, Cobra Kai, his name is Miguel. And he goes, it's not a bad song, Miguel. It's a, it's a pretty good one. And I've <laughs> never been more embarrassed in my life to, <laughs> to but that's me. I'm, I'm yeah. always, yeah. Usher, he's my spirit animal. Right? You can't, you can't yeah. go
0: wrong with Usher. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a, classic. a classic. Have you yeah. seen Usher's uh, Vegas yeah, show I've yet? I, yeah, I, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I, what do you think about it? I haven't seen that show. I've seen okay. him in concert before, and oh, okay. he was awesome. In I concert. mean,
1: uh, that's what you expect, right? Like you, you, want to be serenaded. Everyone wants to go <laughs> to, to an usher show to be serenaded. He right? makes,
0: he makes grown men. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? Blush. Okay, there you go. I was like, yeah. what? Where? where, where <laughs> how, how far is he
1: going to make the grown man? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no, he's he's a uh, he's a star. That's and that's, and that's why I started my music career. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was a song. It was, it was Lil John's. Yeah. Was, yeah, I was like, you know what? There's there's something that I got I, like, I, I got I, that I, I got to do it. with this. <laughs> He's speaking to me. <laughs> talk to me about about your your music, dude. Uh, you know, you're you're sort of uh, as we said, you're a creative. So yeah. you're you're, you're Making that that transition also mm-hmm. into into music. I know uh, we were talking about rapping earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, you love to sing, I'm sure. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It,
1: and honestly, it's it the uh, the music really started with it, while filming Blue Beetle. Yeah. You know, I wanted to make an EP from the perspective of the character. I was like, this is I, this is I, I was filming and I was listening to a lot of music. Angel, the director, was giving me a lot of like thematic music that he's like, ah, this is the feel of the movie. And I was like, ah, shoot, I want to, I, there's something so, uh, so vibrant about music and and it's been apparent in my whole life. My mom comes from the, the music industry. Uh, so it felt like I was always just one step away from, from, you know, getting into it. Uh, but it started off, I, like I, we did one song and I was like, Oh, okay, this is interesting. And slowly but surely it started to roll in and then, and, and now I'm just uh, trying to, to cook up an EP or something, trying to, trying to bring something together. But I, but I have to be honest, it's more of a personal passion project. It's not, I'm not trying to take over the world. I'm not trying to do the Drake transition. I'm not saying, you know... If it happens, it happens. My, yeah, yeah, I suppose if it happens, it happens. <laughs> um, but, but really, it was just I wanted to celebrate uh, a culture that helped raise me and, and, and be a, a part in any way that I could. And, and it's, it's definitely... Recently, it's been easier as as I've seen other artists kind of, uh, you know, put on their more unique flares to what it means to be an artist, and and uh, I just hope that. Yeah, well, I don't even know what I hope. I, I just, you can t- you can I'm tell, having fun. You can I, tell
0: that, that it's a it's a passion of yours. You can see it like, whenever I see you talk about your music or put music out or even post about it about it, it's it's it's. From the heart, you can yeah. tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not and something that, like, hey, I was paid to do this. Nah, cause look,
1: yo, cause, cause when you, when it happens like that and people don't fuck with it, then you're, then it hurts even worse. Cause then you're like, I didn't even really enjoy it that much to begin with, and these people didn't mess with it either. Yeah. So I had, I, you know, even in my own life, I really, I, I, I've been really fortunate to truly love everything that I've that I've had the opportunity to do, and and especially with like. You know my own podcast, or the music, the stuff that comes from the heart, or that comes, you know, not you know from someone else. I have to make sure that it's both authentic and that I like it because
0: I want to, yeah, I want to, I want to enjoy the stuff that I put out. Yeah. So, so was it Blue Beetle that that kind of you know pushed you into into creating music yeah. and putting yeah, yeah, music yeah. out? Yeah.
1: No, yeah, I I I I was, I was telling you off camera before that I was too nervous that my voice was like nasally and high. I was like, yeah. what is it gonna the doctor said by 21 I should be fully grown. <laughs> um, but once I started, you know, trying to compile this this concept album, I then I had the bug. Then I was like, okay, you know, let's I, now I want to start writing from my own experiences, right?
0: You know, that whole thing. Where are your your like inspo's coming from? Like who who, oh who my would gosh. you say is, maybe like top five greatest inspiration? To, yeah, when it yeah. Comes yeah. To, Hey, so, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so uh, the people that I drew inspiration from were definitely the people that were being played around the house. Most F, Tribe Called Quest, a lot of the 90s, uh, East Coast stuff. But nowadays, I'm listening to everything, dude. It's not even just hip-hop. And, and that's what I've really enjoyed about kind of where the music scene, even in hip-hop, is heading, where it feels like it's not just, you don't have to just do you know 32 bars hardcore crooked ones you know yeah. like you can you can you know hit the hit the hook and do something totally wacky and 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 yeah. I think that really helped expand my my music taste mm-hmm. and see like oh shoot there's other people outside of the rap that I that that I really enjoy for me right now who am I listening to um and it's so and because of that my top 5 isn't necessarily just hip hop right now but i really love remy wolf she's she's killing it i love her instrumentation um chance as i was saying earlier i think was my entry into like a different kind of hip-hop yeah you know i grew up uh as i mentioned listening to kind of like the 90s left my wallet and el segundo type kind of because that was my mom was like she she grew up in the hip hop industry and she was like, some of these guys are being foul with their words right. but but tribe these guys are cool they're you know they're they're kind so um it, it, yeah nowadays chance I, I i really love Kendrick of course is is one of the greats um yeah most deaf uh fifty cents i lo- yeah I like fifty cents the game uh but i I listen to it all Eminem? Yeah, like I like Eminem. Like
0: I, when, I, when I heard when I heard your, you know, going back to that that sway yeah, freestyle, yeah. I was like, oh, kind of like yeah, yeah, M vibe. Yeah, yeah. I I do love
1: Eminem. I think, uh, I'm honestly I'm I'm the wrong person to like. I can't. Once you're a creative, it's I I find it hard to trash other yeah. people's work or say I'm not into it because I know what it means to make something personally and yeah. and and I'm not like there's there's something so intimate about. Especially music when it yeah. does come from yourself, and you grab like, from so many. Totally. yeah, yeah. Different but, places, but yeah, of course. I mean, I've watched so many freestyles, so many like uh, of of these greats and, and kind of their transitions and how they've they've grown over the years. Uh, Joey Badass, I'm a big fan of, like his stuff, but uh, yeah, Joey's yeah a good I dude. like I like uh, I like I'm really right now what I'm really into is the the drill scene. I like I like what Dave and the boys over overseas are doing.
0: Nice. I like their stuff, yeah, yeah. Would you ever uh, make a jump into, like, Spanish, reggaeton or something like that? Um, I think,
1: yeah, look, I, I, I have to be honest. I would love to do it all. Yeah. Right? And, and, and in, in the same goes for acting. I think they're I want to be a chameleon. And I think, and, I, and with, yeah, I think it's only a, it's only a matter of time. I, ha- I, have a, I have a joint in English and Spanish right now. Oh, you yeah, do yeah yeah Record it? what record it yeah, yeah yeah nice yeah yeah I gotta got a vault right I got, yeah okay. I'm, I'm, I'm ready I'm just I'm just I just can't uh yeah I just I gotta be intentional about it too right 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 you gotta plan you it know, out yeah when you're recording uh like I'm like this
0: is awesome and you want to put it out, yeah, right, away, put right, it out right, right away right
1: away. it's like you know you gotta
0: yeah, yeah there's there's uh it has to be intentional yeah. right right you gotta plan it out you gotta you got to roll it out the right yeah, not, way
1: yeah not even for like the promotional stuff but it's just like i there's as soon as you put something out it's it's like uh it's in the past it's it's a it's a reflection of thoughts that i had it's you know so so i just want to make sure that you know that it's accurate to what i feel and and i think that's also why i've kept my name i'm not i'm not doing any alias or anything to that effect because i think it yeah. helps keep me in
0: check and like nah i try truly believe this like this is I'm not, uh, like, this is, this is what I'm saying. Is there a song that, that you think would, would catch people off guard that you're listening to right now?
1: Right now, my most played song of the year so far is Love Stained by Hope Taia. Nice. I, I believe that's how you pronounce her name. It's a really melodic beat. It's, like, it's a, it's a real, um, it's a soft joint, but I love it. It's, it. I play it every single day. I love wow. that. I've heard that
0: song. It's, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Nice. But, yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd, I'd say, yeah, considering my music taste, that one might be a little bit surprising. Um, getting to work with, like, all the people on the cast. I've been listening to a lot more, like, reggaeton, like you're saying, even, uh, like, Brazilian music all around. So, so I,
0: I, yeah. Yeah, Afro beats. Afro yeah. beats are, are a vibe, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I love that. I love that. So you and I have something in common, two things. Okay. Both of us are heartthrobs okay (laughs) okay 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 and both of us are (laughs) i could i couldn't give a straight face (laughs) and both of us are (laughs) lafc fans ah nice yeah yeah i love lafc i've seen you there a few a few times yeah the energy uh, there is unmatched it's
1: it's my favorite stadium
0: yeah dude what can you tell me about you know being at that stadium so i i host and dj for for the stadium for lafc matches dude so so I've, I peek through the window. I'm like, oh, who's over there hanging out with Rich? Yeah, 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 yeah. It does. Shalos there.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm there with Rich, but we got season ticks. We're yeah, yeah. Me and my fam, we go all the time. So yeah, yeah. I I, I love kicking it with Rich. I love. I, I mean, there's nothing like being on the floor. I feel like such a a, a fraud being up there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm here with Justin Bieber. What the heck is that? <laughs> um, But but what I will say about LAFC, man, is that like it it really feels like Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, and and the 3252, it really feels like a family. And there's yeah, there's nothing like it. I feel like the acoustics in that place are made yeah. for. It feels like the ground is vibrating. It's it's. If you haven't experienced an LAFC game, I definitely would implore you to go do it because it's it's uh, it's a fun time. Yeah. And I didn't even really know a ton about soccer before LAFC. I have to be honest. My mom was definitely the one who knew a bit more about soccer. I don't want to come through and be like, don't don't ask me about you know. Uh, Caves, <laughs> or yeah, yeah, but uh, you where, know, did after,
0: Car- where did after- Carlos Villa start no. his career?
1: Great, <laughs> right, yeah, but but uh, I uh, since LAFC has kind of come through, it it really has felt like a Los Angeles team, yeah. Even though they've had a team, it, for some reason, I just didn't connect. I suppose. That's awesome. Dodgers, though. That's the one that I grew up watching all the time. All and right. Definitely, I, I was. I grew up a baseball kid.
0: I love that, man. What what is a what does growing up in Los Angeles mean to you? What do you think it, it 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 injected into into who you are today?
1: Um, that's a good question. I think L.A. is a great melting pot. I think it really helped. Um, it, and I don't know if that's just the people that I grew up around, but I really was so fortunate from the earliest of of you know my life that inclusivity and that like making sure whether it was on purpose or, or just by coincidence that that our rooms were, were filled with a lot of different people, like that was something I think that is kind of synonymous with Los Angeles. You can't you can't walk down the street and help but see a, a mixture of tons of different cultures and and even uh and, and it's just uh yeah I, I you know I think that's one thing and then and uh the the thing that I think was kind of w- interesting growing up in Los Angeles, like I like I mentioned earlier, is that growing up, there was no there was nobody in school saying like this is how you get into the industry or if you're interested in Hollywood, this is how you can do it. And I think that was the thing that that I'm so blessed to have lived in Los Angeles because if I didn't, it would be even more improbable, impossible to be like, oh shoot, okay, first I got to get to LA, but But, you know, now with COVID, things are things are a little bit different. And I'm actually like, I think it's I don't want to say for the better because I do love doing in-person auditions. But now you can you can self-tape from anywhere. And and I think that it it really is going to start like we're going to start
0: finding so many new people and and people who are
1: fantastic from from everywhere.
0: And and, yeah. Awesome, brother. Well, Thank you, man. Just I just briefly want to before I let you go, I want to touch on the Lone Lobos. okay Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my
1: pod with my brother Jacob Scott Thomas t- Burch. Yeah, tell me about yeah, that dude. Yeah.
0: So that that came about because
1: we we got approached to do this video game podcast and we were like we don't really know a lot about video games. Like I guess we could do one episode, but people didn't really know who we were. They they saw us on Cobra Kai and and we we wanted to just shoot the and and it's been a really fun ride. It's been uh it's it is co- consistently the most intimate project that I do because it is coming from our brains and whatever we're talking about that episode is yeah. like there's there's no writers to throw under the bus and say like ah oh, it wasn't <laughs> us or no, like there's it's 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 uh it's kind of a definitely a passion project and also I love it as like an archive as well it, yeah. it helps it's been such a great journey even the the two years that we've been doing it seeing our growth and seeing us unpack like we just the other episode we're talking about capitalism. Like trying to give our best definition to capitalism that we could or like these random <laughs> things that, that I feel like a lot of people, I'm 22, I feel like yeah. a lot of people my age are kind of, whether it's, you know, trying to become an adult or trying to, you know, uh, uh, go through adolescence or, or or learn about spirituality and these, like a lot of different things. It's been really uh, wonderful having a platform that kind of implores conversation and that that is helping uh, I'm not, we're not like doing, we're not reinventing the wheel. It's not like we're doing really, you know, we're doing great. I, I, I love what we do. Yeah, it's um, fun.
0: It's fun. It's It's, it's you. fun, yeah.
1: I mean, then, the, you know, the and next... And that's the thing, yeah. We, we wanted to make sure that people understood our essence without knowing, like, my grandma's name. Like, I, I, we didn't want it to be like, this is, you will learn everything about us. It's more so like, here's how we feel about certain topics, and then you can kind of gather who we are yeah. based on that.
0: From yeah. capitalism... From capitalism to, to reciting to Zoe Kravitz, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, to reciting uh, Nicki Minaj monster lyrics, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a barb at heart, so <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll
1: throw down any any Nicki verse, yeah. That, I that love was, that, dude. Yeah, that was a fun joint. I remember Jacob's. He, he likes rock music. He's into classic rock, and I'm into hip hop and jazz. And I told him before the episode, I was like, Jacob, there's you have to learn just this last part, right? And of course, sure enough, like we we get to his bars, and he's like reading the lyrics like. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it was, it's, it's always it's always a fun time.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome, play. dude. So before I let you go... Okay. We have Rapid Fire. Let's do it. With Mari Maridueña. Okay, Rapid Fire. Good luck. Favorite food dish? Chilaquiles. Best song to play at a party?
1: Uh, blah, 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 uh, Dreams and Nightmares. Greatest rapper of all time? Oh, man. Oh, that's so... That's so... that's yeah, I can't believe you just did that. Um... I oh my gosh! I'm gonna get flamed. My I, favorite rapper—I don't know if he's the best. My favorite rapper is Kendrick Lamar. I love that. Best singer of all time.
0: My brain just said Adele. I yeah. Adele Adele yeah, yeah. can't I, go wrong with Adele. I don't know yeah I can't. What's a nickname of yours that we don't really know about? Um, crunchy,
1: crunchy, crunchy, crunchy. Any like kind of uh, version of that? I don't know how it came about. I couldn't tell you, but it's just been my nickname for as long as I can remember. Crunchy. in high school, yeah, it was Cholito Crunchy. Yeah, Cholito, Cholito Crunchy. Yeah, Cholito Crunchy. I don't know. I asked my mom, and she's like, "Honestly, I don't know. I don't know where it came about." So, yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't give you any more context. I wish I could, but yeah, that's. That's one that I don't think. But don't start calling me that on the street. <laughs> I, you know, I, the, that's the one thing I, I yeah.
0: yeah the, that's the, I'm going to turn around mom? No, nah, <laughs> no, no. no. Well, cholito Crunchy, yeah. <laughs> I want to thank you for coming to Mondo and Friends, dude. Hey, appreciate thank you so you. much for having me,
1: bro. I appreciate it. This has been a blast. And, and please, yeah, we'd, lo- we'd, love to, we'd love to have you on the pod, bro. Seriously.
0: Let's do it. On. I'm here. Xolito right. Maridueña, thank you so much. And thank you so much for watching and listening to Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon.